boy, am I in a state. Um, ooh, it's like I can't breathe. I, don't, I want to yawn constantly. It's it's bizarre. Also, this, let me fix this uh, mic real quick. I am not used to hearing my voice on a mic. This is a little bit weird. Hold on one second. Turn down the volume. How's that? Good? Better? I think so. I don't know. It's just weird anyway. But um, hey, welcome. No, this doesn't work. Hang on. I'm still kind of getting them set up here. Okay. Um, no. Need it louder. I just need my voice thundering in my ears. That sounds bizarre. My S's are too pronounced. It's bothering me. Welcome to the Live Mind Podcast. Please bear with me while I turn down my uh, output volume here. This is the first episode, and the purpose of this podcast is to serve as a compliment to the products offered at thelivemind.com. LiveMind is a company that provides products that aid people in their practice of meditation and their uh, seekment of enlightenment. I know seekment is not a word, but I probably could have, you know, converted that into a verb better, but you get the point, right? Um, and so, yeah, this podcast is, I'm thinking that, you know, it'll just be kind of running along, you know, whatever's happening at Live Mind and commenting on it and maybe expanding on things or whatnot. Um, so welcome and thanks for, for being here. And I'll tell you, it's weird for me to be sitting here talking to myself, um, I think to myself all day, so it shouldn't be weird, but you know, I don't usually wear headphones and hear my own voice back in quite the same way, although I've often thought that um, thought is sort of like a oral hallucination um, in the same way that we can kind of hallucinate images too, and maybe that's a form of thought. Um but yeah, th- you know, when, you know, what I've noticed is like, you know, when I'm sitting there thinking, saying shit inside my head all day, it's really like a, uh, I'm hallucinating a sound, you know, um, I can do that with songs where, where I'll just recall the song in such detail that I feel like, damn, I'm like actually listening to it. It's sort of like a hallucination. And that's at some point it struck me that, you know, hearing this voice inside of your head, I mean, that's why they call it hearing a voice inside your head. Right. Anyway, um, the garage band like recording progress here is really distracting me it moves forward for a time spawning a little horizontal scroll bar then the scroll bar goes away and it kind of becomes fixed in position and then anyway you don't care about this but this is my way of getting over the uh, nervousness of an awkwardness of of doing this um but yeah uh, so, you know, why, uh, why did I start Live Mind? What is it? So the reason I started it is because I want to share insights that I've gained along the path of, you know, meditation. You could say Buddhism. I, you know, I was pretty into Buddhism or a Buddhism, as my kids call it, uh, for a while. Uh, Buddhism, um, as well, but that's a separate matter. No, but, um, yeah, I've been into, you know, more and more, oh, okay, that was a traffic jam, maybe a fender bender, a linguistic fender bender there, 
uh, in my early twenties, I, I would say I would, I was as close as I've ever been to like considering myself a Buddhist. Um, but in any case, um, that is the purpose of this podcast and this company is to share insights that I believe and I know from experience can be genuinely alleviatory of suffering in life and productive to more joy and enjoyment of life. I think that's an important goal because we only have a you know set amount of time on this planet and um, we might as well maximize love really you know and I think that when I'm on my deathbed as as you know we typically say looking back I find it hard to believe that I won't think I wish I would have spent more of my time with the ones that I love building those relationships enjoying those relationships over things that are less productive uh, of just enjoyment of life. I mean, you know, certain things in life are necessary, cleaning the dishes or, you know, whatever it is. Um, but we do waste a lot of time. I waste way too much time, for example, looking at Google News on my phone. I used to have Apple News and I deleted it because I felt like I spent too much time on it. Now I just go to, you know, my browser and go to Google News several times a day. And I will honestly say things don't change much over the course of a day. So I don't really think I need to be checking the news, you know, six times a day, (laughs) you know, as if like I'm expecting something momentous is going to happen and then I'm going to kick into action with my plan. You know, putting the phone down, which, you know, that's another topic, but the phone just is, you know, there's this invisible garra, as they say in Spanish, like a claw coming out of the phone, just gripping your brain. Uh, that is a bit of a twisted relationship we have there. Um, less time with the phone, more time with the kids, for example. You know, they're not going to be six and nine, which is what they are now forever. Um, I have a finite number of opportunities to say yes when they ask me if I want to play with them or do something with them. So anyway, you know, it. I think it's a good goal to have to enjoy the time that we have as much as we're able to. And we can't enjoy it without a sane, serene mind. And so that's what I believe, and that is what this company has been formed around. And that's the purpose of this podcast as well. Um, I'm working on a series, well, I'm working on a course, of course, that could be, a course, of course, a course that could be, I said series because the course could be... um, Gosh, there could be multiple courses, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. This is a uh, inconvenient stretch of audio, but you know what? I'm not going to go back and edit it. Uh, but I am working on a course called... Let me just open it, and I can talk to you about it. So I'm thinking the course would consist of modules, um, and then within each module you would have these different kind of components of practice that would be the things that would drive the, you know, the skill that the practice is aimed to hone. But, um, so let's see, I had a list. Yeah. So 
I'm thinking I will call this awakened experience, the, the course itself. Maybe, you know, if this goes well, there can be another course and maybe that is called something different. This one is going to be called awakened experience. And within that, um, I have five categories, life sports, which I can explain awakening practices, mindfulness exercises, focus games and guided meditations. All these things would be aimed at potentiating the presence of presence in your life. And by presence, I mean awareness, consciousness, or we could say the opposite of unconsciousness, unawareness, um, being lost in your thoughts. So this is all intended to pull you out of the haze of thoughts that most of us spend most of our days immersed in and forgetting that, you know, this is just a play in our heads and there is a reality beyond it. Something we used to know as kids, we can't stop knowing it. We still know it now, but we don't, you know, we don't devote enough, let's see, we devote too much time to this fictional reality that we've, you know, scripted for ourselves. And as we spin that narrative, you know, we just become increasingly surrounded in the tapestry, tapestry of our own making of, of just, you know, thoughts and opinions and little pieces of identity. Um, and we just keep juggling this artificial construct and keep, you know, spinning it keep maintaining it day after day and so it it ends up being the reality that we reside in but all the while there was something beyond it it was just a thing it wasn't not real but it wasn't all that was real it was a thing that was happening this ego and um what was true before it and what will be true after it were true all along so all of these um modules um, are designed to pull you out of this mental narrative, um, this ego self, and into the present moment, the experience of being alive, of sitting at the edge of experience and just flowing with it. Um, You know, it's really a vastly different mode of experience than this ego-centered experience that most of us are in most of the time, including myself. Um, so, so yeah, gosh, I'm running out of breath here. I need to learn breath control. I've always thought I'm a horrible breather. I do, um, I do breathing exercises daily. Uh, and yet I am a horrible breather in my day-to-day life, which says something, you know, something to think about. But, um, so I, I discussed the kind of the five categories. I think most of those are self-explanatory, you know, guided meditations, mindfulness exercises, focus games are just games, you know, designed to increase your ability to maintain mindfulness, maintain focus, maintain awareness. Um, Awakening practices would be practices that you can do in your life um, to bring yourself closer to realizing that, that truth beyond ego that, that I was talking about before. And life sports is, you know, the one that is just kind of like a term that I made up, but I like it because it means, um, it means taking the same 
sort of, you know, attitude that, that people employ in professional sports or just in sports, but applying it to everyday life. So why, you know, why do we say something like, you know, I've, I've gotten into rock climbing lately, although I haven't done it in a bit. Um, but I think that's an, a kind of a, a classic example of a sport that people love and, and well, I think this is true for many, if not all sports, you know, but, but what makes people love this is, you know, you really have to be present in the moment, paying attention to what's happening right now, reacting with as little layer between reality and yourself as possible, right? So, so really in a state of flow is the ideal thing. Um, but why not bring that to your normal life? You know, um, that's, it's powerful. I mean, it really changes the way you approach life from being one of a kind of like this commentator, you know, sitting on a, on an armchair more than likely complaining about this and that as experience unfolds, but spending a lot of time thinking about the past and the future. And so not really paying close attention to what's actually happening. You go from that to being this, you're like embodying your avatar. You're, 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 you're descending into your body. You're inhabiting it. You're putting it on like a glove and you're sitting there at the edge of experience and focusing on it with the same level of intensity yeah, there's nothing saying that like you cannot use the same level of intensity that you would when climbing a difficult, you know, route as when washing the dishes, for example, right? I mean, of course, if you're doing a free solo ascent of something, which means, you know, climbing without ropes, there's going to be some added incentive to fucking focus hard, but you know, so maybe that, you know, you're never going to have exactly that concoction of chemicals that are happening at that moment when you're washing the dishes. But the overall point is like, you know, we do have a lot of ability and potential to generate focus. Um, but we just don't do it as a matter of habit in these in-between moments of life or just in any moment of life. Um, I mean, you can practice this concept of, of life sports with anything, you know, be, you know, uh, participating in a conversation. If you're very vividly, you know, present and here with what's unfolding right now in this conversation and not thinking about, should I say this thing? When should I say it? That can be a form of sport, you know? And I like the word sport because it connotes some level of enjoyment and even fun. And this really can be the case. And I'll give you one example of one of the modules under the life sports category here. Oh, God, I got to recoup breath again why does this happen <laughs> i feel like i'm just steadily running out of breath and my oxygen and my brain is just being depleted i literally think that is happening um i told you i'd give you an example so super drive right this i i titled this module super drive and this is you know a practice where you just bring all the focus and intensity of focus and subtlety of movement um, to the experience of driving, which is, of course, what professional drivers do. But for the majority of us that are not professional drivers, and I would probably be willing to bet that even professional drivers, when just, you know, going to the grocery store, may not be engaging these same faculties. But can we make any drive a matter of intense focus and enjoyment, you know, 
And I can tell you we can because I've been practicing this for a while. And it just becomes the preferred way of driving because it's, you know, intensely rewarding. It's fun. It's uh, it's just inherently enjoyable to be very present, you know. Um, it really can lead to profound states of satisfaction and even, you know, bliss. So anyway, that's that's one example, and that's what life sports is all about. But the overall course, which I think I'll just wrap up here, because in addition to having no oxygen in my uh, system, my mouth is starting to get dry. So I need to practice this. Uh, next time I'll have a nice, uh, you know, cup of water here, and I will think about how to manage my breath when I'm talking better, because this is not... Um, doesn't feel that great right now in my head, but I'm okay. Uh, but yeah, so the course is called Awakened Experience. Um, I think I'll probably in future episodes talk more about different ones and give examples and maybe, you know, release some of them here as an example as well. Um, so for now, I think I'll leave it at that. And um, again, thanks for being here. Um, I guess, you know, one thing I didn't touch on and I do just want to make it fairly brief is who am I? And I don't really have any um, outwardly visible spiritual credentials. I mean, I was, you know, I've been a meditation practitioner and very much into Buddhism in my early 20s. I did, you know, I'd say that I've had several experiences in my life that inform perspective that I come at life from now, which is, you know, largely the same as it's always been with some maybe subtle but fundamental alterations that do result in a, you know, I would say a fundamentally different experience of life before and after these, these experiences. And I think this is something that's possible. And I'm not talking about enlightenment because, you know, I think that means different things to different people. Um, all I'm saying, though, is that I know from experience that real change can happen. And I do think that I have at least a mild understanding for for myself what practices just sort of increased the chances of something happening, right? Like, I don't think there's any one practice that all you have to do is, you know, this binary thing of like, did you do it 30 days in a row? Well, on the 31st day, you get your result. You know, no, uh, that's not how it works. But I do think there are things you can do to put yourself in the neighborhood of of being able to get hit by lightning, let's say, or something like that. Um, so that's it. I mean, I just, you know, I, I, I want to share this. And, and I feel like that is the thing in life that I can do that would provide the most value. You know, if I think of my skills and what I have to share and, um, you know, it's not uh, like right now I'm doing software user experience design, you know, which I do enjoy and is great, but, you know, it's not, you know, if I really think about from a you know, soul perspective, right, like if, if I go back to soul land then I'm like, ah, you know, I had an opportunity to dial up the soul on earth and, you know, instead I just did UX design. <laughs> I don't want that to be the final statement of my life. So I guess that's sort of what I'm driven by here. Um, I think we can 
lead more happy, contented, suffering, or happy and contented lives and suffer less and enjoy life more. And it's not to say that, you know, there is not inherent challenge in life because there really is. Um, but if you're approaching everything from the proper perspective, you can metabolize those challenges in an entirely different way than if your system is kind of malfunctioning and, and, and these experiences end up, you know, really throwing you for a loop in a way, in a way that they don't really have to. Um, so I guess I'll leave it at that. I already said that before. Um, I hope you find value in this and I will speak to you next time.